What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? Phil Rogacki here with another episode of the Two Tree Guys here at Arbor Fest 2022. Yeah. What's up, dude? Dude. Good, glad to be yeah, here. Glad to good, be here. man. It's yeah. o- I'm, I'm always happy to see your face at these trade shows. Every yeah. single one. I don't think you've missed one yet. But, guys, we, we have a special guest today, uh, a close friend of ours. has been out to California. has been seeing the live studio audience mm-hmm. sitting there. And now, you know, giving a little 10, 15-minute podcast today of hearing your story, uh, Mr. David O'Neill. Welcome, my friend. Thank you, Welcome, pal. welcome, dude. Thank you. Well, Let's get into it, man. You know, the world the world wants to hear your story, who yeah. you are, and, and what's what's the future hold uh, for David and, and some of the things you've learned on your way on in your on your way in this journey of life in this industry for that. So how'd you get into this industry? Well, you know, I um, was around it and worked in it for a few years off and on and kind of like I guess what I would phrase as my like master of none period of time where I, uh, I did a number of types of work and kind of kept coming back to tree work. But I also did some, some solar install. I did got to do some of that aerially. Okay. You know, suspended the high line solar panels between trees. Um, I did some building during that phase. Gotcha. I you know, got to do a little bit of traveling and stuff as well. Uh, you know, I did a bunch of stuff and I would inter, you know, I'd, I'd work, do tree work for a while and then be like, oh, I want to go do this or that or whatever. And, uh, and then... You know, uh, about five years ago, uh, I um, had, you know, an, an opportunity um, to to. So I, I my family, my dad and my sister both uh, went to college in, in uh, Pennsylvania and Pennsylvania. Now, is like that, a, that's where you're from, Pennsylvania. I uh, know I'm from Connecticut originally, Connecticut. but uh, I got uh, roots in, in Pennsylvania as well okay. um, in, in other way. And so I got an opportunity from some friends to go um, and do a, a different type of climbing than I'd ever done before, um, for which was actually a, a pipeline blockade. So there okay. was a, a so what a, is that? Explain that. There was a methane gas pipeline being built, and I don't consider myself to be a particularly like uh, political or any kind of person. But this this was a thing that was like it was already leaking into the watersheds there, okay. and it um, was like a, a thing that a lot of people were, were um, not feeling, but it, it was, you know, an opportunity for a business to make a lot of money and, uh, and everything was just kind of getting rubber stamped. And so yeah. um, some friends of mine asked me if I'd go and, and live in a tree for like a month uh, to get in the way. And so, so I, <laughs> okay, I did that. Wait, 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 let me back up. Let me yeah. Back up. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is crazy. Uh-huh. So a gas line was going in or a pipeline was yeah. going in. They were going to take down a bunch of trees. Yep. Some friends just were like, hey, listen, I don't know what side you lean on, yeah. but will you just come hang out in a tree with us? And yeah. you were like, sure. Sure. Why not? Why yeah. not? Yeah. Okay. And I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm pro all sorts of industry and stuff. Like, I don't, you know, but to this, this was just the thing where it's like, it's going through, you know, communities. It's all, they're eminent domain and a bunch of farms away. And it's like, it, it, there's a number you of leaks that happen. You may be the only and, tree guy in the world that ever put themselves up in a tree to block 
other yeah. tree guys taking yeah. out you. You're, the, you're the guy that everybody hates in the yeah. industry, but well, this is how you got into it. Yeah, in Dude, a way. I mean, this this was like the moment that I was like, <laughs> you know, I, I want to do this all the time, and this is all I want to do. Of climb and, trees or, yeah. or or block pipelines? No, I haven't blocked a single <laughs> pipeline since then. And the but, pipeline ended up getting built. It doesn't do anything. You yeah. Know? At the end of the day, the money money wins, you know. Yeah. But uh, it was a it was a dude. It, that's a great. It created an opportunity. I mean, I was by myself living in a tree, shit in a bucket, and so it gave me a lot of time to think. How long were you up there? I uh, the longest stint I did straight through without coming down was just it was eight days. Um, eight days. Yeah. Who's bringing food to you? Uh, some people like you know would, would send me up a Tupperware. Or, like I had a bunch of dried food and now stuff can and, we find news articles and stuff on this? Uh, yeah, it's probably out there. Yeah, at one point I was doxxed and they put my picture up, I, th I think, and they called me an eco-terrorist. So it's probably up there somewhere. And you didn't care either, or you're just like, sure, I'll help a friend out. Yeah. Uh, my friends, my friends but, like their farm, you know. But you know what? Oh, it's their, their farm. farm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, we'll like, you know, you know what? That's, a bunch of the people like that's that. That's the type of person you are. It yeah, really is, just, man. Like, you, you, were, you were somebody that no matter what, you help out your friends yeah. from there. And I appreciate that about you. So. No matter what it is, you're ready to go shit in a bucket yeah. and stay in a tree uh -huh. for how long? What was it? I mean, eight days was the longest I was continuously up there for. Oh, I was man. there for for a little over a month in total. Dude. And uh, and most of that time I spent aerially. Do you put that on your resume when you're going? You know, to look I, I don't actually typically. You know, <laughs> I this is a thing that uh, this is actually like a coming out of sorts with this because yeah. it's a thing that yeah, like it's it's. It's there's this dichotomy in tree work, and that's not something I've repped really hard Dude. because, like, yeah, it's not usually particularly love. But at the end of the day, like, I what I, I see this like a lot of people come into terms with the fact that there's this like money is being spent to divide people in these ways that aren't real. And like all of us, you know, re in reality, if given the opportunity, want to show up for our people. Yeah. And that's like, you know, across the board, I think most people would do that and oh, would want to do that. That's, you know, I just was lucky to be given this op that opportunity and then a number of opportunities since then yeah. that have led me down a path where, you know, I get to build a relationship with you guys. Yeah. And, you know, I, I get to I get to I get to climb all the time. I get paid well to do it. I get, you know, people that want to hear what I have to say about how they could be more efficient and how they do it. And uh, traveling all over the United States yeah. and, and living, living an awesome life, man. Yeah, it's, I, I'm blessed. I'm Dude, and, blessed. It's, uh, and I won't I won't go more into, you know, living in a tree because that story, I want to hear a lot more details on and sometime, everything. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when you come back to the, the ranch and come to the studio, yeah. we'll put you on a full podcast because people people need to hear that. more. Yeah. That's, that's it was a, cool a crazy story. chapter, you know, and, and it was it was it was fun. And, and you know, we did these crazy traverse, you know, we'd set up traverse lines from one tree to the other, like make these like, you know, and I, it's ways I think about like, ultimately I'm going to have like a, a badass farm where you do some training there and I'm going to have like bug out scenarios and stuff. And we had like hidden zip lines into random trees in the back 40. So you could yeah. like exfil and if need That's be, cool. or, like, send like, you know, you know, goodies from this place or that place That's or whatever. Awesome. And I, I love the, like the, the thought process of that, yeah. you know, like how to just like, be self-sufficient and how to how to like you know if plan a doesn't work you got plan b yeah, down exactly. to C, you know all the way through it you know good, and that good. that was a fun fun thought process and exercise and yeah well, now what happened after that so now you know man i want to get more into the trees side yeah. of it what was mm -hmm. your next step so um i went and got i went and got my emt after that actually um because i had um just like a number of times for my I, I guess you know i'm you know a tree guy i'm a bit of a risk taker right and yeah. so you know i've had a number of people close to me where i'm like shoot you know someone gets hurt and you're like i wish i knew more and so i went and i was like i'm gonna do this you know 
and did that. And then I went and did some wildland fire. Okay. And, uh, and then I convinced some buddies um, from fire out. And that was out in, in, uh, in Southern Oregon. Where, uh, and uh, convinced some buddies that I made out there that we should drive across the country as the season was dying down to go chase a hurricane. And mm -hmm. so that brought me to Western North Carolina. Well, that brought me actually to uh, Hurricane Florence. That was out in Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay. And then so we spent a, a few weeks out there. And, and we volunteered all that time and donated that. We did, uh, you know, donation-based tree work, basically. So, you know, because we'd all made good money doing tree, doing yeah, uh, fire just season. just helping people out that need And so it's like, hey, you know, there's plenty of people here making making good money and good. charging good money for all this stuff. You know, who's looking out for the little guys? And so, you know, we sometimes we got some beer money at the end of the day. Yeah. And, uh, cool. and we camped out in our and trucks met some and cool stuff. people and people. Super awesome You know, and that, and that appreciation you got from them is worth more than yeah. a dollar at the end of the oh, day. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and, and some amazing food. Like, people were like, hey, you know, thank you so much. I, like, I just whipped up this meal. You know, you got to try it. Yeah. Like, sure. All right. That's you know, awesome. And, and yeah, it was, it was great. It was super rewarding. And, uh, and so, the, you know, the three of us, um, you know, we, we, had, we had this fantasy of like, oh, we're going to make the Saw Team 6 was our nickname. But we never got to six guys. We kept it at three. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, yeah, so we decided, you know, after a few weeks down there, we're like, oh, let's go up to Asheville and, like, yeah. you know, come up here. And uh, Where are and, these guys now? Uh, they're probably, they're probably both out getting geared up for the wildland fire season. They're, okay. they're both hot shots. And, okay. uh, and so, and I keep trying to recruit them to come into to the residential or the, yeah. the storm world. Um, and, uh, but, and they keep trying to be like, Oh, you got to come back out West. Come, you know, come do, yeah. come do, you know, saw mod or something like that. And, and I, I, we'll see. Okay. Uh, I could, well, you know, wherever the wind blows me. So where, where was that time in your career where it was it like where you go? This is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. So I worked with a guy, um, actually right around the corner from me. I lived I lived right near here for uh, a few years, um, and uh, I worked for a guy. Um, uh, his name is Nick Johnson. He owns Element Arbor. Um, he's based out here in Waynesville, um, which is just one county over. Uh, and and he is the person that like really um, preached and demonstrated like true professionalism and tree work and like really up my game. And like yeah. he's the guy who and just like lit a fire. Now, like, how'd you meet him? I uh, a, a, a Craigslist post, I think. Craigslist and, post. Yeah, my buddy like scheduled the uh, scheduled the interview, and uh, and he actually um, he's like, well, just come with me. And and then Nick was like, well, I can only hire one of you guys, and he was trying to hire me. And I was like, listen, you don't get me without him, and just played hardball with yeah. him. And he's like, yeah. all right, fine, I'll take both you guys. <laughs> and uh, and and it was a blast. And, yeah. And so. Um, yeah, and, and he just he he totally modernized my game. He uh, he got me just like so amped about about this this like, yeah. He took me to, to TCIA, got me just totally amped on the, on the community aspect. He invested of it. in you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just enough to and, get you fired mm -hmm. up now to to go out there and go. This is it. This is what I'm gonna do now. Yeah. Now you're investing in other people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you brought a whole team with you uh, yeah. at the last boot camp, man. With great guys from Georgia. Yeah. You know, they came out and learned. And, you know, I, 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 I haven't talked to you after that to kind of hear, you know, what they thought and that. But I guarantee they it, it was the right timing that some of them needed yeah. that you sure. know, for themselves. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I like everyone. You know, I brought some folks with. Yeah, you know, I, I contract a lot of the time in Chattanooga with uh with tree works um and and then i previously worked 
for a while with North Georgia Arbor Management. Um, and so I brought guys I'd recommended that they come from both of those companies. Gotcha. And, uh, and, and I wanted to help you guys out. You know, you, you guys offered me a comp spot and I said, okay, that's amazing. I'm so excited. You know, I want to cool. get this familiarization with, with your product. That's and, good, man. and then, you know, what can I do? Uh, I want to, I want to, you know, bring some more paying yeah. customers to you and Dude, share the I love. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. And, and I, I've had a chance to talk to everyone that went there since then and everyone's raving about it. You know, Dude, it's, it's, oh man. Um, it's, I just finished a book called start with why. Uh-huh. Have you read that book? No, I've not. Got to read that book, man. Right. It, it, it's why do you do what you do every day? Why? Yeah. It's not the what. And it's not the how you got to start with why. Uh-huh. And a lot of companies or a lot of people start with what they do and how they do it, but they don't start with why they do it. Yeah. Right. And, and that's what we're building here at the Academy. And this is the reason why we do this is to change lives, yeah. to change an industry, uh-huh. to save lives and to make better lives for individuals from that. And what do we do? We train. Yeah. And how do we do it? Oh, you've seen it at there for that. So mm-hmm. really preaching that, that what Jeremy, uh, uh, my, one of my mentors and best friend, we would always say is it's, it's a revolution. Join mm-hmm. the revolution. Yeah. You know, it's time to change an industry, an industry that's been the same way for such a long time. Yeah. So you coming out there and believing in that and sharing that with other people, mm-hmm. it's not just the training, but it's the culture and what we're building yeah. that can change the whole industry. So I appreciate that yeah. and I appreciate you. You're bringing those those individuals out there. But let's talk about Nick Johnson a little bit more. I want to go back to him. Sure. Um, you know, what 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 do you see that he had that most people don't have? Why did he invest in you? Why did he give something to you? I mean, I, I believe he saw he saw grit and and I, that's what I what like he showed me, you know, that that grit channeled and he's an absolutely excellent climber. There's no doubt about that. And so that I learned so many techniques and tricks yeah. specifically from him. But beyond that, it was a pride in the quality of work that you provide uh, in the professionalism, in the community that you're building. That was the biggest, you know, and, and then, and he, he is, he's a badass dude and he, he's bootstrapped his way. Is he here? His, uh, he should be here at some point. I haven't seen you gotta him. got to get today. him on the podcast, man. Yeah. I love, I love to I'd chat love to. with him some. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I, I, I texted with him and, and he said he's going to be here. So I'll, I'll, well, so good. I'll when, when he comes sure. on and sits down here, I want you to join us in there and hear his story and, you yeah. know, add, add a few things to it. From sure. There. So what kind of wisdom can you pass, you know, wisdom from the top, you know, tips from the top yeah. that you can give to somebody driving to work right now, someone listening to this podcast, uh, what kind of wisdom and little nugget that you can mm-hmm. give them? I mean, I guess there's two things that really have like allowed me to grow massively. And, you know, one is in, in my search for efficiency, it's always been to never be afraid to ask, why am I doing a certain thing? And if there, if I can't come up with a good reason why I'm doing something, then maybe it's time to reevaluate that. Is that, is that actually the best practice I can be doing or or is there a better solution to this situation? You know? And then the second thing is, is, you know, and this was a big, it took a lot for me, you know, to, to get to this, to this second step, which is, you know, don't be afraid to put yourself out there and network. I've grown massively by just 
you know, when we first met, I, I just kind of invited myself into your podcast room. I stole your seat when you went to the bathroom, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, like not being afraid to put yourself out there and be goofy yeah. and, and network. And, and that's, it's just been incredible. The doors that have opened, good. you know, good, and, man. and so those, I guess would be the two, two recommendations Well, for, for what you were able to accomplish and the closeness you got with us in a very short amount of time was because of that reason, man, you put yourself out there and, and you weren't a jerk or an asshole or arrogant. And, I try not to be. I mean, I, and you were a help. And, and a lot of times, the things we do, we, we need help, man. Mm. And a lot of a lot of these guys don't want to ask for help. And you're just always there to help. And we appreciate that about you. But, dude, that's that's some, that's some good tips from the top, man. I appreciate that. And uh, uh, you're gonna come back out. We're gonna hear your story again. So this is just a teaser yeah. to everybody listening to it and hearing about the canopy story and pooping in a bucket and oh man, to Weird, traveling around to the. Uh, what was it called? Saw Team Six yeah, and working six. for food and now yeah. here being on a little podcast at Arbor Fest. So yeah. uh, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you being here and uh, everybody listening. Uh, put yourself out there. Help somebody, you know, and uh, if you can, don't don't climb a tree and poop in a bucket. No, I, I, I try not to anymore. <laughs> I'm quite all right with pooping uh, good, in the toilet good, on the ground. Good, uh, good, yeah. good. But, all right, guys, that's it. What we, whatever, uh, that's it. What we got for you today. Oh, I didn't say that right. That's it. We're done. See ya. Bye.